This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to visit with Dr. Anna Kassou. Uh, Dr. Kassou is a brilliant physician leader at Advent Health. Advent Health is one of the great health systems in the country. We're going to talk today about a very specific situation with the FDA type 1 diabetes and one of the leadership roles that Advent Health and Dr. Kassou are taking. So Advent Health is part of a first and only treatment approved by the FDA to delay the on-state onset of a stage of type 1 diabetes. Uh, type 1 diabetes impacts about a million 450, million 500,000 Americans themselves are living with type 1 diabetes, and about 64,000 are diagnosed each year in the United States with type 1 diabetes. Uh, Dr. Kasu, Associate investi Investigator in, in Type 1 Diabetes Research at the Advent Health Translational Research Institute, is going to assess some of the research involved here, how the screening and treatment work, and explain why this is a milestone in evolution in type 1 diabetes. So, Dr. Kasu, be before I get going with technical questions about the new drug and why this is so important, can you take one moment and just do us a favor? Introduce yourself and maybe take one second to tell us about your personal story with type 1 diabetes. Sure, of course. Hello, everybody. Uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, my name, as uh, Scott said, is Anna Katsu. I'm um, a physician, and I am an associate investigator at the Translational Research Institute. And my research is always focused on type 1 diabetes since I was a medical student, I think. And the, the main driver for my in research interest is that I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 6. Um, I come from a region of uh, Italy, Sardinia, which is one of the two main islands of Italy. And Sardinia has the second highest incidence of type 1 diabetes in the world, second to Finland. And so um, for my personal interest and for the uh, very important research that was going on during my training period uh, there over there in Sardinia, that's where I started my research career, my professional career. And, and take a moment and tell us about this new drug and why this is so groundbreaking and why it's such an important milestone. Um, yeah, when I started my career many years ago now, um, it was when it was in the late 90s and when um, the research uh, community was trying to figure out if it was possible to identify people at risk of developing type 1 diabetes. At that time, that was not possible. So only large studies, including, for example, the one conducted by the TrialNet Consortium, um, made us understand that there are markers, there are things that we can measure in the blood and we can use to predict that somebody's at risk of developing type 1 diabetes. But until a few months ago, it was not possible to do anything. We knew that people were at risk with a very high risk of developing the disease, but there was nothing we could, could do. So for the first time, this medication that has been approved by the FDA last November gives us the opportunity to do something to delay the onset of the disease that was uh, considered to be incurable. 
thank you and talk about the sort of global research that that has led to this drug and, and how Advent Health became a part of it and, and that it took about 10 years to get approval of this. Tell us a little bit about the history of this drug being approved. And, and obviously, so many people are impacted by type 1 diabetes and by diabetes. Anything that could slow the onset, avoid the onset, early detection, so, so important. Tell us about the 10-year global effort and Advent Health's part in this you know, to get this approval. Yeah, um, uh, the study that led to the approval, uh, the actual study of teplizumab, the, the drug, uh, started in July 2011. Um, it it and ended in November 2018. So you can see that just the study itself lasted more than seven years. Um, the study was possible only because a number of centers, including Advent Health, screened to identify the people at risk because this medication has been tested and is approved to be given only in people at high risk of developing type 1 diabetes, not in everybody. Um, so uh, Advent Health is one of the many centers, I would say across the world, but for sure in the United States, that screen for type 1 diabetes uh, within the trial net. The trial net is a consortium of many clinical centers that works with hub and spokes, I would say. So there are major, bigger clinical centers, and then a lot of um, other clinical centers that uh, funnel the cases to the main clinical centers. And um, in this design, Adventel partners with the University of Florida um, to screen the patients for trial net. Adventel can also uh, run the studies whenever there are potential participants, uh, candidates for this or other or other medication. For these medications, we didn't have specific candidates when the study was conducted, but we have other potential candidates for other studies that the trial net will uh, run. Thank you. And now Advent Health is one of the few centers in the United States that's administering this treatment. How do people learn more about this? When will patients undergo when they get this treatment, how, how will that look? What will that look like when you get this treatment? Um, well, everything starts with a screening. The screening, uh, it seems a very strange word, but it's simply a blood drawn. Uh, it is usually done in people with a first degree relative of type 1 with type 1 diabetes particularly in children, because the risk is higher in children, even though type 1 diabetes can occur at any age. Um, so everything starts with this blood drawn. If autoantibodies, so uh, signs that the immune system is attacking the cells that produce insulin, um, then we will confirm that um, this, this test is positive. And then there is the need to go uh, to do another test to sh to study um, the the sugar levels to see if there is already um, an increase, a small increase of the sugar level, not yet a diagnosis of diabetes 
of course. And so at that point, the person is confirmed as a candidate. Um, this medication can be given in uh, people eight year old and older, so children uh, from 80 year old uh, on. And the medication is given as an infusion, it's given for 14 days. It's we start, um, um, or whoever, the physicians start with a lower dose and that is increased in the first five days uh, to make sure that no side effects occur. And then um, it's done for 14 days. And of course, there's the need to monitor before and during the infusion, some um, um, blood results, um, and to try to protect the, the person during these. Um, this period of administration, that is pretty much what it looks like. Fantastic. And, and take a moment on, you come from the area of the world where type 1 diabetes is prevalent. If you had had this treatment as a child, how might that have impacted your your situation, your type 1 diabetes? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, that would have been significant. Um, from what we know from the study that led to the approval of this medication, um, this medication is able to uh, delay the onset for two or three years. Um, so I was diagnosed when I was six, and I uh, did my first injection myself, injection of insulin myself, when I was eight. That means that. Um, between eight, not six and eight, my parents were injecting the insulin for me. So um, little by little with time, the patient becomes independent. But of course, with young kids, there is the need for supervision for these things. A couple of years means that a couple of years of delays of the disease onset means that uh, the families are less burdened, um, that the children have less things to do uh, to treat their, their or to make sure that their disease is under control. But also, I was diagnosed in a very severe condition that is called diabetes ketoacidosis. I was almost in a coma. And we know that the people who get screened and we know are at high risk of developing uh, type 1 diabetes, do not get to that point that is very severe. So I would have been diagnosed uh, at home without needing um, so much, um, you know, I, I was hospitalized for one month when I was diagnosed. It's true that it was in the past, and the situation of care was different, I would say, but uh, still, uh, this for sure will prevent um, such an acute onset. But also, every year of diabetes adds to the development of potential complications in the future. So, uh, each year that we can save is for sure one year saved in that path to potential problems. So there are many wait, wait, different uh, reasons for this. Right. It's, it's progressive. So the more you could slow it down, mm -hmm. the better off you are. It's also complicated to take care of. So the more you could slow it down, the, the later somebody is, the better able they are to take care of it. Just so many different benefits mm -hmm. to it. Right. Dr. Guy, so what a, what, a, what a magnificent, magnificent effort by yourself, by this entire effort, by Advent Health. Thank you for taking the time with us today on the Vectors Healthcare Podcast. 
to educate us some more on this as well. Is there a name of the drug? Is there a name of it yet that, that is being used to treat type 1 diabetes? The drug is called sealed, and teplizumab is the uh, principal, uh, the medication. Um, and one thing that I would like to add at this point is that the family, um, the relatives of people with type 1 diabetes, or people who uh, feel are at risk of developing type 1 diabetes or just want to know if they are at risk, they should undergo screening because now there is something that we can do, uh, which is giving this medication. Dr. Gesu, again, thank you so much for joining us. Anna Gesu, uh, brilliant physician leader at Advent Health. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me.